0: Thank you, uh, Program Director. I was saying to Premier, Premier couldn't have chosen a more energetic and appropriate Program Director. <laughs> You've, put <us> in the <laughs> You've put us in the proper mood. Uh, to our Honourable Premier, uh, our People's Premier, Ms. Namusa Duba uh Minister Lindiwa Zulu. I'm very privileged. They were two former ambassadors. Uh, I had the privilege of working alongside them, and to have two women leaders here this morning at the beginning of Women Month, I think, is a great privilege for all of us. To MEC Zuma, Councillor Zondi, fellow councillors, your Excellencies, uh, dear friends, let me firstly uh, acknowledge and appreciate the role that uh, Premier has played in bringing us together this morning. About a month ago, I was with Premier and she asked me, why is there no roadshow, BRICS roadshow in KZN? And I said, no, we must correct that. And I'm glad that uh, Premier took this initiative to bring us together this morning, because BRICS is about all of us. BRICS is not just a government, intergovernmental process. And I think it gives us an opportunity to share and reflect on what government is doing, And together with all South Africans, what we can do in terms of advancing our interest uh, within the BRICS community. So thank you, Premier, for for convening us this morning uh, in this format. Now, within three weeks' time, we will be marking the 15th BRICS Summit, which President Ramaphosa will host at the International Convention Center in Johannesburg. It's the third time that South Africa will host uh, the BRICS summit, having done so in 2013 here in Itekwini, and again in 2018 in Johannesburg, and once more. Now the question I am asked very often, why is South Africa in BRICS, and what value does it bring to South Africa, to the African continent, and to all of us as South Africans? Is there any benefit to us? Now let me very briefly contextualize the evolution of BRICS. BRICS came together some 15 years ago as a meeting of leaders of the global South countries. South Africa joined two years later in 2011 when the first summit was held in 2009. In Russia, we were not party to it. But it was part of a drive that South Africa started in terms of saying, which President Mbeki started in 2000, that countries of the global South need needed a global platform in which to articulate their views in a world that was still dominated by the Western liberal order that was established post-World War II. And we started off with IBSA, and this evolved later on into what is today the BRICS. Now, BRICS has become a powerful global force in a short period of 15 years. Today, BRICS accounts for 42% of the global population, 30% of the global landmass, over 20% of global manufacturing, 25% of nominal GDP, and 31.7% of PPP GDP, which is larger than the G7. G7 accounts for 30% of global GDP in terms of PPP terms, and BRICS is 31.7%. That will show you that in a short period of time, BRICS has become a powerful force the value for south africa in 2013 our two way trade with brics countries was 340 billion last year it was 820 billion that will give you an indication just how fast our trade is growing of course brics today account for the major part of global trade china and india are the two major powerhouses of economic growth in terms of the recent uh, World Bank IMF meetings, uh, the spring meetings, the two fastest growing economies for this year. In a period of sluggish economic global growth is India at about 6.2%, China 5.9%. 70% of global growth this year will come from Asia, and us being in this configuration has major benefits for us. Secondly, in terms of new investments, when I speak of new investments, I'm speaking of those countries that started investing in our economy post the democratic era, not those that supported sanctions and were part of that period of of continuing to trade with the apartheid regime. Of course, we, we appreciate all of the relationships we have with countries around the world. But in terms of new entrants into the investment uh, platform of South Africa, some of the fastest growing investments are coming from countries of the global south, Africa included, Asia included, India, China being amongst the fastest growing uh, investors. Not only that, we have about 600 Chinese companies present in South Africa and about 400 Indian companies. These are major employment opportunities for South Africans, and they provide an important platform, not just in terms of pushing back the frontiers of poverty and underdevelopment, but also in terms of practical advancement of our people in terms of skills, capacity building, as well as educational opportunities that they offer us in their respective countries through the various scholarships and capacity building programs that we have. So on a multi multiple level, BRICS has been an important and viable platform for South Africa. We created the new development bank, the first multilateral development bank floated by countries of the global south in 2016. That decision to create the bank was taken here in Durban in 2013 when we convened at the Itikwini summit. And that bank has become one of the hallmarks of BRICS cooperation. Today, that bank is highly rated on the global front. The major credit rating agencies have given them a triple A and a double A plus rating. They have provided funding in times of uh, the COVID pandemic. They provided $1 billion funding to deal with the COVID crisis in 2020. In 2021, they gave us another billion dollar loan in terms of dealing with the post-COVID economic recovery. To date, that bank has advanced about 5.5 billion U.S. dollars to support 12 projects uh, on sustainable development uh, in South Africa, including our energy uh, upgrading. So it's become an important source uh, of funding for South Africa. We also created the contingency reserve arrangement to the value of 100 billion dollars, that if any of the BRICS countries fall into financial difficulties, we do not need to go to the World Bank. We can go to the NDB in order to uh, advance us uh, finances in times of difficulties. None of us, of course, have reached that stage, but it's a facility that is there. Now, since we are celebrating Women's Month, I want to also emphasize that South Africa has provided tremendous leadership within BRICS, and this year, Minister Zuma put forward the idea that we must create a women's platform. We don't have a women's platform within BRICS. And we have now formalized that, and she called the first meeting of uh, ministers responsible for women within the BRICS family, and this is the first time it's been done. Secondly, we have formalized the concept note to create a permanent woman forum, and that will be launched during the summit. Another very important outcome of our chairing is the formalization of the youth track. We don't have a formal youth track. We had the youth summit here in Durban about two weeks ago, very successful, and they adopted the charter to create the BRICS Youth Forum, and that will also be launched at the summit. Now, these are two very important initiatives. Still on the issue of women's empowerment and fast-tracking women within BRICS, we created the Women's Business Alliance, in 2020, and that Women's Business Alliance is going to meet here in uh, Durban at the ICC. Again, thanks to the patronage of our Premier, on the 20th and 21st, over a 1,000 delegates from all of the BRICS countries and 15 African countries will convene for the first meeting of the BRICS Women's Business Alliance that focuses specifically on the role of business Uh, women in business within the BRICS community and what is it that we can do in terms of providing opportunities and network opportunities amongst uh, fast-tracking women in in business in BRICS and women entrepreneurs. So these are some of the key initiatives that we have taken as part of our chairship of BRICS. We are going to have the largest ever gathering of of, uh, leaders in South Africa, and I think in recent time, the Global South, because President Ramaphosa has taken the decision that, as part of the BRICS outreach, he has invited the entire African continent, and we have invited a, 20, a further 20 global leaders from the Global South, to attend the conference. So, over 71 countries have been invited to partake in the BRICS outreach programme on the 24th of August, and this will be the largest gathering of global leaders from the South. And many political commentators are characterizing this as a tectonic moment in global geopolitics. Because what you're going to see here is probably the expansion of BRICS. As you know, over 20 countries have formally applied to become members of BRICS. And this, again, demonstrates the confidence that the global South And not just the global south, a few European countries have also asked to become part of BRICS. You would have seen that even President Macron has asked to attend the BRICS summit. And this is the the gravity, the global gravity that BRICS enjoys today, the confidence it enjoys in terms of the leadership that it has provided these past 15 years for the global community, and that is why all of these leaders are coalescing around BRICS and saying, we want to be part of this movement. Of course, Africa has been very much part of BRICS. Since we first shared in 2013, we had the outreach with Africa. We did so again in 2018, when President Ramaphosa invited the entire SADC to be part of the outreach with the BRICS leaders, and as I've said this time, we have the entire African community uh, leadership as part of the BRICS outreach. So it's important to recognize that BRICS is not just about us as government. It is about all sectors of society and that the benefits of BRICS accrue to all of us. And I think it is our responsibility, all of us being ambassadors of BRICS, to speak about the benefits of BRICS to all South Africans. Very often in the mainstream media you have negative reporting about BRICS. BRICS was never created as a competition to any bloc. It was created to advance the interest of the global south, who continues to be marginalized in a very changed global reality of what we had in 1945. The world of 2023 is totally different from the world of the post-World War period. The world is no longer dominated by five or six hegemons. You have major countries from the developing south that are bigger economies and more influential on the global stage, but yet they do not enjoy the same kind of of privileges that certain countries have abrogated to themselves since the establishment of the so-called Western Liberal Order. So I want to thank Premier and I want to thank all of you for being ambassadors of BRICS and for advancing the cause of South Africa's membership of BRICS and championing the cause of why BRICS must be the architect of a new global order that is more inclusive, that is more representative, that is more fair, and where no one is left behind, and that the world is a world of fellowship where every citizen is valued and party to a new world architecture that we all are party to. Thank you so much.